like to use is extra. Do you know her sign? Franzi, I would drink today. I low-key think I'm kind of psychic. It's like, am I psychic or am I an empath? Long-distance friendships, social media. Are we going to like each other? Like, what's this going to be? Hi, friends. You were listening to No Filter Friendship with Jen and Haley. I'm Jen Gregorio. And I'm Haley McNutt. And together, we're two friends who talk too much welcome back everybody (laughs) welcome back to the podcast everybody happy nff friday hope you had a great week how you doing jen good yeah the world is opening back up boston's it sure is going off boston is going going absolutely off off this week (laughs) oh man People are out, they're thriving, they're dancing in the streets. Yeah, and also for some reason, there's like one bajillion people that I know from out of town that are in Boston this weekend. Oh, which is well, that's so amazing. weird. Yeah, what? It's just randomly? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, last night I saw my friend from college, Risa. Tonight I'm seeing my sister's future in-laws and my friend Tasha's wow. friend Chase, who lives in Texas. Wow. And Friday I saw Chantal, who was in chords with us. And we had a cute little chords reunion, which was very fun. (laughs) I know. I told Chantal, I was like, Haley's fucking pissed that you're not coming next weekend when she's going to be here. (laughs) Just a little bit. She also fucked up. (laughs) Like this bitch lives in California. Like she's never on the East Coast. Well, and and she's moving to London. Yeah, in September. But it was a very fun. We like all went to Harpoon Brewery in Boston and. The best. Um, it was a bunch of just chords that I haven't seen in a while, which was so nice. Yeah, I love it a, reunion. Like a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me really. It made me really happy, and like, I knew that socialization would like it rejuvenates me. Yeah. but I just like think I forgot how much it rejuvenates yeah. me. You know, Dude, that's real. Mm-hmm. Um, because like Friday we did harpoon, and then yesterday. I saw my old friends from high school that I haven't seen in a while, one of who is pregnant. Shout out to Kathleen. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? That was – oh, my God. That was crazy. First of all – Wait, what? First of all, that's actually – okay, that's – this is going to be maybe my one thing. Um, Yeah, so my – one of my best friends from high school is pregnant. Um, She grew up down the street from me, and she's an avid – no filter friendship ah. listener, so shout out, uh, love you. Shout out, wait, what? That's so she crazy. texted me a few weeks ago, um, maybe like a month ago at this point, a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. and she was texting me about no filter friendship. So it was a Friday, and she's texting me about the episode, whatever. And mm-hmm. then she, we start talking about COVID, and she's like, "Oh yeah, well I have to be extra careful because keep it on the DL, but I'm pregnant." And I was like, "How oh fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> you should have led with that. Tell me oh that you're God. pregnant in a text message." So then I immediately Dude. tried to Facetime her, and she was like, "I'm at work," and I was like, "Fuck you, Kathleen! <laughs> How dare you?" Rude as hell. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. So then I had to keep it a secret, which was tough because like that's big news that I was so excited about and I hadn't even met her boyfriend so I was like well we have to get dinner so then we we like got dinner I met the boyfriend he's great big fan yeah I was so mad that she showed me a word text (laughs) 
But also it's like very on brand for her. Like she's so nonchalant about things that I was like, this checks out that she's just like low key texting me about it. So like I saw my fam, like the amount of times I saw my family and like Darren and my other friends from high school that I, and I was like, I want to tell them so badly, but I obviously wasn't about to like tell them that. And then uh, a few weeks ago I was with like a bunch of my, you know, like my old roommates who know Kathleen Mm. And Claire was like, oh, did you know that Kathleen was pregnant? Because she had posted on Instagram and, like, did the announcement and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, thank God. Now I can share it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Kathleen's pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my God. Actually, now that you mentioned I do remember seeing the post on Instagram. Yeah. Where she finally announced that she was pregnant. But I feel like when I saw it, I probably must have been doing something because I was just scrolling like, oh, Kathleen's pregnant. And, like, didn't, like, think that hard about it. But, damn, that's wild. When does she do? December? Or December, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like 13 weeks now. Yeah, so it was Holy nice to shit. see her yesterday and, you know, talk about it in detail, more yeah. information. How is about, she like, feeling? Good. She said she's feeling fine. She's having like, no, she had no morning sickness. Wow. Yeah, she's totally fine. But it's wow. so weird because it's, she's my first. I mean, I've had friends that have had kids and whatever, yeah. but. I think she's my first, like, really, really close friend that's right. having a baby, which right. is crazy. That is crazy. Like, like this baby is going to, like, I'm going to be, like, an aunt. You know what I mean? Like, she's not yeah. my sister, but I've known her since right. fucking first grade. Like, yeah, you know, she that basically is. is. Deal. So it's just, like. The first, like, childhood friend that you're going to yeah. be there when yeah. the baby is born. Like, well, wow, the that's thing that's, an, that's really sad for me is that I'm actually not physically going to be here oh, no, when the baby's right. born because I'll be in Austin by then. Damn. So but you can come home. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to, like, kind of come home. You'll be home for here, Christmas anyway. So. I'll be home for Christmas. I'll meet the baby after it's, you know, a few weeks old. Does she know if it's a boy or a girl? No, not yet. Hmm. But, very curious. Um, I know, same. <laughs> she was like, do well I, with either, though. She was like, I'm not having a gender reveal party. And I was like, yeah, that's probably for the best. Like, nobody yeah. really gender needs Gender reveals that. are weird. <laughs> but I was like, well, like, me, you, and our other friend Ashley um, will just, like, look at the card together. <laughs> that's yeah. like the gender reveal party. Yeah. She was yeah. like, that's too much. And I was like, that's <laughs> not too much. What There's literally mean? three people. Like, can we not just have three people look <laughs> at this card? Can you not give me this one thing before I leave for Austin, Texas? Please. Please. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so that was good that I, they came over yesterday, I made them brunch. I really oh. like cooking for people these days, so... Okay. Um, Domestic. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll perhaps get a taste of that next weekend when you are here. I'm so excited. Yeah, me yes. too. Yeah, we're going to be eating good when I'm mm-hmm. there. I'm very excited yes. about that. My mom, I told my mom about it yesterday and she was like, wear sunscreen. And I was oh like. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I would do that anyway. But. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm good. I'm in a similar boat as you in that I also am, like, going back out into the mm, world. And around. let me tell you, people forgot how to act, man. It is fucking <laughs> the Wild West out there. Yeah. Oh, my God. I actually hate it. Steven and I went to the movies 
mm. for the first time in a year and a half. Like, genuinely oh could God. shed a tear. But, dude, people literally do not realize that they're not in their living rooms anymore. Like, they're oh, fully yeah. acting like they're still at home. And it's like, no, you are in public. You yeah. are surrounded by strangers who will judge you. Like, yep. I, I'm yeah. confused what you thought was happening here. So that's unfortunate mm. um, and makes me want to go back inside. But yeah, yeah. I did also get to finally see two of my very close, beautiful friends who I haven't seen in a million years. Yay. Last night, I went to my friend Meg's house, um, which she bought in January. Amazing. And so I've, I've never seen it. It was beautiful. Got to hang out with her and meet her kitty. And then today, this morning, I went and had brunch with my BFF, Mia, who, holy shit, we've been friends for so long. (laughs) She wrote in the card, she was like, I can't believe we've been friends for almost 21 years. And I was like, (gasps) oh my God. (laughs) What? But it's disgusting. Dude, it's actually fucked. It's crazy. I was like, 21 years, Mia, we're actually old. Like, we're ancient. You know, when you get lucky and you find that person who sticks by you through thick and thin and always gets you and understands you, like, you don't let that shit go. And we have not. It was a very beautiful brunch. Although, um, aside from the fact that there were cicadas everywhere, Mm -mm, and that was very nerve-wracking. Listen, listen, (laughs) y'all. Haley has been sending me videos of fucking cicadas, which if you don't know what a cicada is, I didn't either until Haley unfortunately gave me information about them. (laughs) They're just these bugs that fly up every fucking year or whatever, and they're loud as fuck. They literally just scream, fuck, die. That's the cicada mantra. They just scream, and then they have sex with each other, and then they all die. It's wild. I want to die. I don't want to live in a world where cicadas live. Well, I hate to break it to you, but you already do. This episode (laughs) brought to you by bugs. (laughs) This episode sponsored by insects. Ew. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's stop talking about bugs. Let's stop talking about bugs. Let's talk about friendship. Yeah, let's talk about some friendship. Let's talk about fun stuff. So, today we're kicking it off this episode with our illustrious Uh, Yes, we're doing another Reddit and Weep, friends and fam. And I think we're going to start with the best friend calling about problems. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is fucking tea. Okay. Okay. Ready? Should I tell my best friend to stop calling me with her problems? Oh, yeah. My best friend of almost 10 years is kind of dramatic. Okay, well, I can relate to that, but one of those people who has drama (laughs) following them around. Every time I see her, there's some problem or another that I have to listen to and comfort her about. She usually launches into complaining without even asking me how I am, if I have time or energy to listen, or letting me get a word in. It's gotten to a point where I ignore her calls unless I know exactly what she's calling about. Yikes. Hmm. Despite this, I still love her and will help her with anything. I've just decided to set down some boundaries for myself so I don't get fatigued. If I don't have energy to listen, I'll save myself the annoyance and call back to check on her when I feel I have the capacity to do so. This seems to help our friendship, even if she doesn't know about it. Also, I know her mom is very supportive, so she's available to listen when I'm not. Lately, it's just been worse than normal. It seems like there's always something wrong and all I do is play therapist. It's just tiring. Uh Last night, we had planned to go out with some friends. A little earlier that day, she sent me a message saying she was too tired to come out with us. 
And I didn't respond immediately. She called me italicized five times in a row. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't see the first calls, but fic- picked up after the fifth time. She started complaining again about all the stress in her life, how many problems she's dealing with, and how she just doesn't have time for anything. Same story I've been hearing for the last year. I really wasn't mm. in the mood, so I cut the conversation short. I just laughed and said, it's totally fine. No big deal. Good luck with everything. We said goodbye and hung up. That literally sounds like a goodbye. Like a right. see you never again. Right, like, cool, <laughs> thanks, bye. Yeah. Yeah. My question is, should I be honest and tell her that she can be overbearing? I just want her to realize that not everyone has the energy at all times to be a sounding board for complaints. She clearly felt that I was annoyed, but I'm conflicted. Sorry, but I'm conflicted over whether I should be honest about the reason. You can probably tell that she's quite sensitive and I don't know if she could take it. But at the same time, it's making me want some space from her. And if it's harming our friendship, shouldn't we try and work it out? Hmm. Damn. Should you? <laughs> <laughs> A valid question. A valid question. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence, honestly. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Initial thoughts. Initially, I've got big red flags coming up, like popping yeah. up. I just feel like, I mean, we've definitely talked about it before, and it still is true. Your friends are not your therapists. Your mm-hmm. therapist is your therapist, mm-hmm. and you cannot rely on your friends to, like, fix your mental health problems. Like that's, they're not professionals. That's not their job. They don't know how yeah. to do that. That, oh, that makes me crazy. Just the concept of having a friend who's just like incapable of being able to separate that. Mm-hmm. And it feels like from this message, she's leaning so much on this friend. Yes. That is going to make anybody upset and leave you like yes. just they will not be yeah. able to handle it they will leave yeah <sighs> i so... also feel like it seems very one-sided that's yeah. my biggest oh, red yeah, flag absolutely. about it is that she says um she launches into complaining without even asking me how i i am that to yeah. me is the biggest red flag because selfish that's so selfish and literally the point of a friendship is so that you're both supporting each other Right? Mm-hmm. And it feels like this girl, or I'm assuming it's a girl just because female oh, friendships yeah, I guess. are messy. Oh, yeah. She said her problems. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like Ryder is not getting any reciprocation from this friendship at all. Her yeah. she Is she able to tell her friend any problems? I don't think so. I doubt it. It feels like the yeah. only the only thing they talk about is the the best friend's problems. Yeah, absolutely. And it also doesn't even really feel like she's looking for solutions. It sounds like her friend is just calling her to be like, to, just to complain, just to have like a vent yeah. outlet. Why? Which, why would you like, put that burden on your friend? Get a journal. Get a journal, <laughs> Get a journal. Get a fucking licensed therapist. Yeah. <laughs> like, get someone whose literal job is to listen to your problems and help you with them. Like, There are people who do that for a living for a reason. They're trained to do it. I just, and I think, I think therapy also can be different things too. Like, I think a lot of people think about therapy as being like, you know, a place just to like air your grievances or whatever, but it also is a place to like learn what to even do about them in the first place. Because talking about the problems you're having is only half of the battle. You also need to figure out how to cope with the impact that those issues are having on you as a person. Mm -hmm. And this person is not coping. She's not, she's not managing the problem. She's just letting the problem continue and basically taking it out on her friend, which is 
a shitty thing to do. And I do feel like, and we've talked about, we've said it before, friendships ebb and flow. Like, I feel like my friendship sometimes, it'll be pretty heavy on, like, my friend telling me about their problems for, like, you know... When they're really going through shit. When they're really Mm -hmm. going through some shit and I listen and then, you know, my stuff kind of takes a back seat. But I know – and, you know, it's kind of upsetting and it's kind of like not – it doesn't feel ideal. Like it doesn't feel reciprocated. Like sometimes it feels like the friend doesn't think that anything's going on with you. They only think that they have stuff going on, right? And they just like Mm. completely forget about you. But when that flow – when it ebb and flows back to me – yeah. Like, eventually it does with most of my friends, where it's like, you know, there's a few weeks where I'm listening to what they have to say, but then in a few weeks, if I'm going through something really hard, they're they're there for they're me, right? To so you. it's Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that doesn't always happen. It's not always, like, weeks at a time, but sometimes it does. But it sounds like this is constant, and, like, that's not good. Yeah. I also am interested to know how long that has been going on. Because they said mm-hmm. she said they've been friends for ten years, so has this been ten years of this friend just? Can you imagine? And you how not getting you, anything? How could anybody put up with that for ten years? That's I mean, too much. Maybe too they much. just didn't notice. Maybe I feel like it's so easy to to not notice something, or to just turn a blind eye, or to just be like, oh, it's whatever, it's just them, and like. Ten years later, you're like, wait, this is my best friend? What? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Is it your best friend? I like, don't know. Probably not, because your best friend would be somebody who also listens to you. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, but I feel like it, it takes a little while for maybe maybe people don't realize that. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think that's possible. Yeah, that they might not realize that they're just kind of like sitting shotgun to this other person's issues and yeah. problems all the time. Yeah. I Well, the other thing that I also feel like is important is the way that this, the poster, like, opens this post is saying that their best friend of almost 10 years is kind of dramatic. They Mm. said they always have drama following them around. Every time they see her, there's some new problem that they have to listen to. That, to me... Those are big, big red flags, <laughs> flashing lights, saying this person's a problem. Like, yeah, it, this is indicative not just of somebody who is going through some shit. This is indicative of someone who maybe is some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they might be causing these issues. That's so true. And I also feel Dare like I they're say? probably the type of person who thinks that everything bad follows because them of someone else yes and nothing that nothing mm-hmm. negative that's happening in their life is their fault this yes. person is AKA probably so aries <laughs> aka this is a fire sign i bet this person i bet the friend has no self-awareness there's no way oh, absolutely absolutely there's not. No, 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 no chance they have no fucking clue because truly and i'm willing to bet a lot of money and i only have like 10 doll hairs so i'm just saying <laughs> I'm willing to bet all of my 10 doll hairs that this person is out here causing the drama, like getting annoyed with people because they're upset with her probably very difficult or Mm -hmm. blunt or rude behavior. And then coming back to their friend and being like, oh, my God, why is everybody so awful? I can't (laughs) deal with this. I don't have time to deal with this. And literally, even their best friend is like, 
so my friend is kind of annoying me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. I thought, you're the constant here. You're the problem. It's very clear. Yeah. <laughs> And this, I, unfortunately, the original poster here is just like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like, you've done plenty, in I my know. opinion. Probably that, more than enough. Way more than enough. I mean, I feel like what you're starting to do is you're doing the right things slowly. Like, you're mm-hmm. you're making moves. You're setting boundaries for yourself, which is great. And I actually saw TikTok recently, of course. <laughs> Classic. That was talking about how... Setting boundaries is not you setting boundaries with other people. Setting boundaries is more for yourself. So this is perfect. What she's doing is she's not necessarily setting this boundary with her friend. She's setting the boundary with herself. And then Mm -hmm. eventually her friend will maybe, maybe not catch on. Right? Like in an ideal world, this friend is going to be like, oh, you know what? This My friend is like, oh, let me cut this short. So maybe I should get better at like shortening my stories or whatever mm. or trying to be more open to listening to what my friend is dealing with yes you know be exactly. be a good listener the same way that I'm a good talker like I want to mm-hmm. do both I think well and I think I would love to talk more about this boundary setting aspect because I do think that clearly the issue that the OP here is dealing with is that right now they don't have a boundary set where they feel like you know, they they haven't expressed to their friend, like, hey, you can't just keep calling me to mm-hmm. vent. I can't handle that. Right. But I also feel like we don't talk a lot about, like, how horrifically difficult it can be to set a boundary with a friend. Absolutely. Because you feel like part of being a friend is this understanding that you're going to support them and help them with whatever Mm -hmm. they have going on. And while that is absolutely true, yes, you want to support and help your friends, there has to be a limit. Like, you can't give everything to a friend because then you will have nothing And get nothing nothing in return. Well, that, especially that. But, like, even in general, like, you know, I love my friends to death, but I can't give them, like, my you know, organs. Like I, I need those for myself. Like you have to be able to take care of yourself too. Some things. (laughs) Well, a kidney, sure. (laughs) You know, a little liver, whatever. But like, I'm going to keep my spleen. Like I'm going to keep my stomach. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I just feel like there's that like idea of I'm supposed to be giving things to my friends. I'm supposed to be helping them. I'm supposed to be like the ear that they, that will listen to whatever they have to say is incredibly difficult to reconcile with the same concept of I need to protect myself and make boundaries yeah, for myself to keep me happy and healthy and sane. But sometimes that will mean that I'm not doing as much as I could, quote unquote, for my friend. Yeah, but how can you do like more? Well, you can't without without dying yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. No, you Which can't. Which is, I think that it's great that this, the OP. That's like technical Reddit terms, right? The OP. Yes, yes. I don't know. I'm new to Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, the OP is like. Oh, now I forgot where I, what I was saying. What was I saying? <laughs> you were too excited about the Reddit terms. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, what was I saying? You were talking, we were talking about how you have to put up the boundaries because you can't, it's okay, you're fine, Uh, because you can't do everything for your friend. And to that same end, I was actually going to add that I think that the issue that they're experiencing is like that guilt, that Mm -hmm. friend guilt, you know, like I don't, 
I don't want to be a bad friend, quote unquote, because I'm not there to listen, because yes. I'm not able to take every call. However, this OP clearly has made it very, like, they realize this is not okay. Like, no. this is not good for them. It's pro- also probably not helping their friend at all mm-hmm. to constantly be available, to constantly be listening to all the complaints. And at least they've acknowledged that they're now able to say, like, I'm not going to pick up every single time they call. But because they haven't expressed that to the friend, yep. they're not helping her understand the burden that she's placing on her yeah. on her friend by constantly calling and complaining. And they're also not giving her an opportunity to potentially change her behavior. So setting those boundaries with mm-hmm. her very clearly would hopefully help that situation. It's just hard to do because you do feel that guilt of like, right. I'm a bad friend because I'm not available. To well, them. that's... That's how I feel sometimes about – I think my time management skills are not bad, but I'm always late to things because I want to do everything and I yeah. want to be there for everybody and I want to help everybody. So, like, when someone calls me and wants to chat with me, like, genuinely, I want to chat with them too, like, but I probably yeah. – but I but I don't have time. Right. Like, I have, like, a – one time Rachel came to pick me up for – I don't know. We were going to New Hampshire or something. And Julian, my friend from London, called me. And I love talking to Julian on the phone. I don't talk. There's a time difference. Like, it's hard to whatever. So I answered because I genuinely wanted to talk to him. But then I kept Rachel waiting because – And she was like, you need to get better at, like, saying no when people want to talk to you. And I was like, but I want to talk. She was like, he knows you want to talk to him, but you just don't have time. So it's like – I feel like I get that guilt, too. He fucking hates it. Yeah. People always call me when Steven and I are, like, sitting down to watch TV or, like, sitting down to eat together or something, and I'll Mm -hmm. answer because in my head I'm like, well, I want to talk to, like, my sister. Like, I want to talk to my sister. Like, I want to know what's going on with her. And also in the back of my head I'm like, maybe it won't be a long conversation. I'm full of shit. I I should know. It's always going to be a long conversation. Dude, that's why I never answer the phone. When anyone calls me, because I know it's going to be a longer conversation than I expect, and I don't have time. Right? I just don't have it's time. It's always I'm like so forty five minutes later, and Stephen's like, "Can we please get back <laughs> to watching the movie?" Like he's like, "I'm dying here." So yeah, I understand. I do that too. But anyway, back to the the friend guilt, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I also think it's very interesting that, or or I guess maybe we don't know. I, I would be interested to know. If the OP, if her friend, what would be the OP's friend? Is, is there a Reddit term for the OP's friend? No, I think okay. you would just say their friend. Okay, so the OP's friend. I got excited again about the Reddit terms. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, okay. Oh I, would be, I would be interested to know if the OP's friend did this to other people. Because Ooh, that's such a good question. Because if it's just this one friend, she probably has great friendships with her other friends because yeah. she's putting all of her she's using this the OP as her therapist friend and yeah, as her like outlet. Yeah, and is not using any of her other friends. Whereas I feel like a maybe healthier way for her friend to deal with this stuff is to kind of spread it out a bit, right? Mm. Like if she wants to, you know, have her outlet and have her places to vent, like Tell this story to this person. Tell that story to this person. Tell this story to a different person. Like all, you know, like kind of share the love, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, Um, In this case, it seems like spread the negativity, perhaps. But that way, she wouldn't be (laughs) like. (laughs) That way, she wouldn't be, you know, putting this one person through it. Yeah, through it all. 
through all of the negativity, through all of the stories, through all of the stress, putting all of her, we talk, putting all of her eggs in that one basket, the basket's going to mm-hmm. fucking break. Yeah. She's got to spread the eggs out to the other baskets, aka her other friends, if she has any. Maybe yeah. she doesn't. And that's... Well, I would not be surprised, because yeah. <laughs> she seems like a <laughs> shitty friend. <laughs> so, what do you think the OP should do? Um, I'd love to talk about that because I actually, there are a few comments on this post and one of them was somebody saying, you're doing everything right. You're setting boundaries, only answering when you can, cutting it short when she starts venting. She did mention that it's been a year that this has been an issue. Oh, So, and they said like one year out of a 10 year friendship doesn't seem that out of the ordinary, like. It could just be that they're going through a, t- a tough right. time. Keep handling it the same way and hope that it's temporary. Um, but they also suggested trying to turn the conversation to herself in particular uh, so that she can kind of reframe, like, what those calls are about and mm. make it less of a, like, I'm just here to listen to you and more of a, hey, I also have things going on kind of a situation. Right, right. I think... I think that's a great idea. I think that personally, I think definitely she needs to make, she needs to stand her ground when it comes to Mm -hmm. what she's okay with and what she's not okay with. So I think if that for her is going to be not answering the phone, Mm -hmm. not answering the text messages, like maybe reaching out to her with a specific thing in mind, not necessarily just to like be an open ear. Right. I think those are good ways to start setting those boundaries and standing your ground. But I do think that if this persists much longer, I mean, where it is right now, I get the sense that the original poster is not not even sure if they're going to continue this friendship. Yeah. If it continues like this, it seems to be like I'm kind of on my last leg. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to continue to put time in. I would say if it continues in this vein, then you have no obligation to deal with it. And you can either give your friend the satisfaction of explaining to them why you are going to step away from the friendship, or you could ghost them. (laughs) You could do that too. (sighs) I I think trying to help them would obviously be the kind way to solve this situation. I don't know if you need to end the friendship over this, but I think maybe if you take a s- step back yeah. and maybe don't like, like what you're doing, like don't answer the phone all the time, whatever I think is a good way. Like kind of let her figure out her shit yeah. without you. And then, you know, maybe that would be setting a boundary in it in and of itself is her, right. her not saying, Oh, let me call this the OP. Let me not call her. Let me try somebody else. Um, Because she's not answering and she doesn't seem to answer my phone calls. I do also think that it is very interesting. I I was reading this comment too. This person says, so give her 10 minutes to vent and then say, oh, hey, that reminds me. You'll never guess what happened to me the other day. That I feel like is such a good idea and almost Mm. like try to do the same thing to her, if that makes sense. Not necessarily like in the same like insane capacity, but, like, your best friend is very clearly comfortable sharing things with you. And I I find it very hard to just say things to my friends without being prompted in any way. Like, just being like, oh, my God, this is happening. Without them, mm-hmm. like, 
asking me how I'm doing or my day. I don't know. And I don't know what that, I don't really know where that comes from, but I do feel like that this person might be having that problem where they're like, oh, my best friend only wants to talk to me about what they're going through and they don't want to hear anything about me, but that's probably not true. Your best friend is probably just a little bit preoccupied and isn't thinking anything is going on with you, but you should just say it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, you should offer that up. Don't wait for her to turn the conversation around because clearly she's not going to. So if you (laughs) start calling her about your shit and then when she starts talking, be like, I'm so sorry, I got to go. Right? Like that mm. give her give her a taste of her own fucking medicine. Oh my god. Actually, someone else <laughs> commented saying, um, when she vents to you, ask her what she wants. Like which mm. is kind of something we've talked about before. Like, yeah. you know, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give you advice? But even more specifically, be like, what how do you want to solve this situation? Like, yes, that's right. a very difficult situation that you're in right now. I really sympathize with you. Do you just want me to listen or do you want me to help you come up with a plan for how to fix it? Because Mm -hmm. if she's the type of person who's like, I'm just here to complain, but I'm not going to ever do anything about it, then fucking stop complaining because you're, (laughs) if you really are going through it, like we can probably fix the problem, right? but you're just not willing to work on that or whatever, or you just want to like make other people absorb your shit and then you can continue to deal with your life and go your merry way, like, that's not helpful for anybody. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a good way of kind of turning it around as well, saying, right. like, okay, what are we going to do about it? Like, right. yeah, that sucks. What What's the plan? Yeah, because I feel like sometimes people just complain to complain, and then they just – they're like, why is nothing getting fixed? And it's like, well, you're not doing <laughs> anything to change it, bitch. Right, right, exactly. Uh, someone else said – it might be helpful to change up the topic to something cheerful. Mm. There might come a time where your conversations will be full of negative stuff. It could do more harm to your friendship. Maybe bringing up random things to talk about will help cheer her up and forget about all the negatives in her life. Maybe. Which is not a bad idea, but I almost Depends feel like on that would person. be hard. I feel like that would be really hard yeah. to do. Right. Like, everyone hates me. And you're like, you know, I saw the cutest dog the other yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Like, yeah, that person's gonna know. be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but then maybe she'll stop calling you if you just keep up bringing up random shit. And then she's like, maybe. Well, every time I call so and so, she just doesn't want to listen to me, and she just brings up random shit. So I'm gonna call my mom instead. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah you should fucking do that. You should. Uh, well, fucking do I think that. I think all of our ideas and all the things that people have commented are definitely worth considering. I do think that they have different outcomes. So like. If the thing that the OP wants is for their friend to back off and give them some space, we gave options for that, you know, redirecting the conversation, just not being available to them all the time. Mm -hmm. They might redirect and go to other people. Yep. But if the thing that they want is for their friend to just feel better and work through these issues, then... That's where we would suggest more of the, like, okay, ask them what they want to do. What are the Mm -hmm. outcomes? Like, suggest potentially reaching out to someone who can help a therapist. Exactly. Then that is what we would recommend. So there are kind of different ways. There's different ways to go about handling this. None of them are wrong. All of them are great options. But it's just a matter of what the OP wants to happen with the friendship, ultimately. Mm -hmm. So that's for them to decide. Yeah. And Best hopefully that of helped. Luck OP. 
Yes. What a fun term Ooh, that I've learned good today. Luck. <laughs> You're a natural. I know. I'm a Reddit You're star. You're a natural, a natural Reddit girl. <laughs> We have another email. <laughs> we do. I can read it. Yes. Hi, Jen and Haley. Love the pod. Lots of exclamation So many points. exclamation points. Oh, I my know. God. Thank Very you. Passionate. Do you love us that much? That's nice. <laughs> I think they do. Um, I have a friendship dilemma that I have trouble navigating and would love your help. How do you deal with the situation where in your friend group there is a particular couple, say, girlfriend, boyfriend... Where no one likes the boyfriend. (laughs) When there are plans that are for couples, they tend to be excluded, and that has been hurtful. I know I should be honest and open in my friendship, but this is a touchy subject, and I've tried to stay out of it as much as I can, though it hasn't been easy. Any ideas you can share? Thanks. Please don't use my name or the names of anyone involved. Feel free to use names from your favorite TV show. And they suggested maybe This Is Us. (laughs) Great show. And said once more, love the pod. Um, do we want to use This Is Us? Do we want to, <laughs> do we want to use different names? Uh, I just, I we only watch Grey's season- Anatomy. <gasps> okay, fine. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> okay, so we've got Meredith and Derek. Yep. We've got, okay, so Meredith and Derek, let's say, are the boyfriend-girlfriend. No one likes Derek. <laughs> Hard Not to- real. Not real. Can't get, can't get behind that. Can't get behind that. <laughs> but say, yes, let's say nobody likes Derek. Meredith nobody is likes in this Derek. friend group. And let's say that the person writing it is Christina. Yeah. That's fun. This is fun. Yeah, that is fun. Um, (laughs) Okay. So basically, Christina is saying that Meredith and Derek are in this friend group with a bunch of other couples and people don't like Derek. We can assume that they do like Meredith. Meredith, yeah. Although maybe question her judgment. I feel like that yeah, often goes hand I mean, in hand with not liking someone's significant for other. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And because people don't like Derek, they don't invite Meredith or Derek out because they're like a unit, probably. Yeah. And that's sad for Meredith, I think. That's probably like really sad. <sighs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's like making me sad just thinking about it. Because Meredith probably has these like, good friendships with these people but that she's like, like losing why? now yeah and it's like why don't why don't people invite me to things i yeah. like love to spend time with them but it's because of her boyfriend sad that's Fuck. really sad someone needs to talk to meredith Heike, because i don't think it's fair to let somebody just like not know what is going on because it's not her fault like I mean, do you think that Meredith could be that's that like unaware? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. If it is, if it's her SO who she's like obsessed with, which if we know Meredith and Derek, yeah, then right. yeah, I think she would be VV surprised to learn that nobody likes Derek because she'd be like, "What are you talking about? He's the best. Like, I love him. I think he's awesome." But like Meredith, right. you're biased, <laughs> right? Obviously, you love him. But not everybody does. Yeah, I definitely don't think that she would be aware if I had to take a guess. I think she would probably take it personally, if anything. Yeah, right. Which is hard and worse. Yes, agreed. So I think somebody needs to talk to Meredith. And say what? And be like, hey, Mare, we love you, but um, 
we're not so boyfriend? sure about Derek. Or just like some, or maybe use examples. Actually, I think using examples really mm-hmm. helps with that kind of stuff to say like, remember that time when we were all playing trivia and Derek said that vaguely sexist comment that really upset some people mm-hmm. or like, you know, you know how Derek is always trying to one up everybody whenever we're having a conversation it's a little frustrating to have to listen to that all the time. Mm. So when we had dinner the other night, we thought, uh, I don't really know if we want Derek to be here. But then we didn't want you to feel weird about the fact that we were inviting him. And so we just figured they're probably busy. It's fine. I think that's the kind <laughs> of thing that Christina needs to say in this yeah. situation. Like using specific examples and also reinforce the fact that you love Meredith. Mm-hmm. And you think Meredith's great. You wish you could spend more time with her, but it's just been difficult because whenever Derek is around, you know, people aren't very comfortable or they get a little upset. And, you know, that's just not an ideal situation. Nobody wants to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man, because I feel like... So I have mixed feelings because, like, I've had friends that I don't like their boyfriends or yeah, like their, I, mean, I don't hasn't? like their, yeah. And I feel like it's so hard to convince somebody to stop seeing somebody. It is. Like yeah, it's so right. hard to, it's so hard to convince them that like, I don't, I don't know. It's like so hard to convince somebody that their significant other is not who they think they are, mm. you know? And I've had, I will say I have had one scenario where I was able to convince a friend that her boyfriend was awful Um, And I did it with examples. Uh I I did just text her and, well, basically, long story short, this girl and her boyfriend came to Lake Gregorio and for a weekend with some of my friends. And we all were like, oh, my God, her boyfriend is, like, awful. And she texted me. He was, like, really, like. He was bad. And, um... Like, like she, how bad? Like, sexist? Like, rude? Sexist, racist, not good. <gasps> oh, my God. And she texted me after and was like, thanks so much for having us. I hope you liked whatever his fucking name and was. And you were like, actually... And I was like, <laughs> I'm really glad that you came, but, like, I think that you and I should talk about your boyfriend. Like, I don't want to have a text conversation about this, but, like, I didn't really like the way that he treated you. Or I don't even think I – because I wanted to have a conversation with her, like, in person or over the phone about it. I didn't want to text her about it. Yeah. So I said, like, I think that we should maybe chat about it, not via text. That's smart. That's a good thing. Yeah, to do. But then she was like, just tell me. Like, just be honest. Oh, no. I know. Cue TikTok. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I wonder if she had misgivings. And maybe that's why she was like, please tell me now. Because maybe she could sense that something was up. Right. So then I did end up texting her. I did. And this was like during the work day. So then I ended up texting her (laughs) and I was like, okay, like, you know, here's some examples of like, you know, I, you guys were fighting a lot. I was like, didn't really like the way that he treated you this time and this time. And like, he said this thing that made people uncomfortable. He said this thing that made people uncomfortable. Like, I love you. I care about you and I want you to be happy, but, and I don't think that he makes you happy. So in that case, I think it was more about, it was more about how he treated her. I was worried about the way that he treated her. And I felt like it could have escalated into like a worse situation for her. And so I, I focused on the fact that I didn't like the way that he treated her Mm-hmm. And that I wasn't sure if it was the right fit. Yeah. Um, and then she 
literally ended up breaking up with him that night. <gasps> yeah. What? And then she came over and we got McDonald's. <laughs> How long had they been dating before the trip? It had only been a few months, to be honest. Okay. So, like, so it, it was still, like, new but enough it that... It was new, but they were already saying, I love you. Like, it was new, well, but it yeah. was also, like... Serious. Serious, yeah. Yeah, serious enough that it was not an easy choice, I'm sure, for her. And I and I really... I think when I went into the conversation with her, I did not expect it to go that well. Like, I was really nervous right. that she was going to get defensive and she mm-hmm. was going to start attacking me or get mad at me for saying something about her boyfriend, you know? Yeah. And I was really shocked when she was like, I, I think I'm going to break up with him tonight. I was like, are you sure? Like, you she don't want to think about this more? She had to have already known. She had to. Yeah. She had to have already, like, had, had that thought. Concerns. Um, yeah. Which is, I think, and it ends up being, like, really great. And now she's in a new relationship that's, like, beautiful. And she's really happy. So it all worked Good. out. Yeah. But. Sucks that I'm, you had to deal with the shitty boyfriend, though. I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Like, cool. <laughs> it was a interesting weekend. Uh, but <laughs> I think there are times where that's a harder conversation and they're not receptive. And I think yeah. most of the time, like, I think that that was honestly an outlying conversation. And I'm very glad that I had that conversation with her because it ended up working out, but right. it could have very easily gone a different way. It could have very easily oh, yeah. gone the way of her attacking me, her being like, fuck you. How dare you say that about my boyfriend? He's amazing. Right. Or like I defending can't believe you him. think that. This is what he meant. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't believe you. And then I I could have never heard from her again. Yeah. And that was a – I think I knew that going into the conversation with her. And that's why I was, like, very timid. I chose my words very carefully. Mm. And I was prepared to back away fully if she – If I I detected an ounce of her – pushback i was like fully ready to pull pull back completely and right. be like okay never mind right say with Wait, don't want to lose you as a friend it's totally fine right. i was just because- i just wanted to say that it's fine right exactly yeah well and i think i'm sure what you did too is you were very clear that you were being supportive of her and that like it's not like you were trying to take away her happiness you were just trying to keep her safe and you were keeping yes. her at the forefront of your mind ultimately mm-hmm. and Clearly, she believes that, too. Yes, right. Which is, I think, what Christina needs to do with Meredith. Yeah. I This actually is bringing back a memory because I was going to say, when I first read this cue, I was like, I don't really think I know anybody who I've had this issue with. Like, I have, I know people who, their boyfriends or girlfriends, I'm like, eh, I don't, mm. like, love them. But, like, mm-hmm. nobody who I'm really close to I've ever had that issue with, like, to the point where I did feel comfortable saying something to them. Mm -hmm. So for the people who are, like, more peripheral friends who I've had that issue with, I've kind of just been like, well, like, that's unfortunate, but, like, I don't have to see them all the time, and that's their choice to make. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I did have a friend in college who she wasn't even dating the guy yet, but she, I think they had hooked up. I can't remember. He asked her on a date and she was like a girl who was like very never been kissed. Like, you know, Mm. I've never had a boyfriend like was like through the fucking roof that somebody was interested in her. Mm. And so this guy showed her some attention. She already had a crush on Mm. him. And it was like, she was just like, yeah, she was just blooming like a flower. Like, holy fucking shit. I'm so excited. (laughs) And 
right before she was going to tell me, I don't think I've talked about this on the pod yet, but right before she was going to tell me that he had finally asked her out, I learned information about him that was not good. Like I learned that he was pretty shitty um, to one of my friend's friends. And apparently he had, it, it was like, Basically, to make a long story short, he was hooking up with this girl. He wanted to date her. She didn't want to date him. So mm-hmm. he revenge hooked up with her best friend. <gasps> yes. Which, in my book, that's not acceptable. <laughs> I just... Holy shit. I mean, it's one thing to, like, you know, do something like that, like, hook up with somebody's best friend. Even if you've, like, broken up, that's still not great. But doing okay, it but- purposely to upset that girl who he was trying to date is psychotic to me and like very indicative of some serious issues. So I heard that information and then not even exaggerating that night, I had dinner with her and she shared the very exciting news oh, that he no. had finally asked her out. Oh, no. And oh, I no, had no, to- no, 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 exa- Yeah, exactly. That, this is the TikTok oh no sound. Yeah. Um, And I was sitting there debating, do I- crush her dreams right now and tell her that this guy maybe is not as great as he seems Mm -hmm. or do I support her and hope for the best and hope that he's changed ultimately when I thought about it I didn't ever want her to get hurt by him and Mm -hmm. me have known that I could have prevented it Yeah. so I did tell her she immediately was very upset she was basically crying. Oh, no. She was like, I've waited so long. This is the person I want. I can't believe this would happen. Like, of course this would happen to me. Like, just very down on herself, very oh, negative. God. I tried to be supportive and be like, I really, like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's changed, but I just need you to know this. Yeah. And promptly after that conversation, every friend that was there, we were like this little friend group. I was definitely, I was the last person to join that friend group. So yeah. I was like, the furthest on the periphery, even though we were all very, very close. Yeah. None of them ever talked to me again. (gasps) They cut me out. Yeah. For sharing (gasps) that information. Yeah. And literally they like stopped texting me. They stopped talking to me. They stopped getting dinner or lunch with me. I reached out to them. I tried to see them again. (gasps) She did end up dating him. They did start dating. They became boyfriend and girlfriend. They were all very happy, (gasps) lovey-dovey. And then... Fast forward, like, six to nine months, we all studied abroad, and she and him studied abroad in the same place in London. Great place. I tried to talk about, like, meeting up with them somewhere in Europe. Like, I tried to talk about, like, seeing them. They were pretty much ignoring me. Like, they kind of answered, but then were, like, not actually willing to make plans with me. And by the time we got back that summer... They had broken up because he had done something horrible. I don't know what, but he had done something bad and they ended up breaking up and it was very messy. And I was like, I'm not surprised because I knew this guy was a piece of shit. But they had already basically cut me out because I had shared that information. And in their eyes, they felt like I was like trying to take away her happiness, I guess. I don't know. I don't even really know what they were thinking. But the concept that they really thought I was trying to, like, shit on her or something is insane to me because if anybody knew me, they would know that's not true. (laughs) Like, Wait, this is crazy because I 
obviously I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But I don't and I knew that like I knew about all the drama with that friend yeah. group, but I didn't know that it started with this. Yes. That was or the I, I probably knew the, but forgot. Yeah, this was the inciting thing that wow. happened. They literally started to cut me out and like ghost me and fade me out of the friendship because of that situation. And then it, I kept trying to come back and trying to understand and right. move past it. We got in a huge conversation, discussion, argument. I don't even really know what you would call it one time um, senior year after all that had happened because I came to them being like, I'm confused. Why? Are, I feel like you guys aren't my friends anymore. Like, can we please talk about this? Like, I miss yeah. you. And there was crying. We were like, I was there for like hours in their room, like trying to figure out what had happened. I thought we had completely made up. And then promptly, I think a week, two weeks after that happened, there was a situation. I needed one of them to cover me at our job. And the girl thought that I had just like told my boss that she needed to ask her to cover for me because I knew her schedule and like, you know, wanted to like, thwart her ability to have that time i don't know it was so stupid clearly she like was just resenting me god and so she was just blaming shit on me and none of it had anything to do with me and she like told me when i came to my (sighs) shift or whatever after that happened she was like you know i really don't appreciate that you told her that and i was like i didn't tell her anything she literally was the one who told me that i did not say anything about you and she was like oh well okay and left and that was the moment where i was like okay we're not friends anymore like (laughs) clearly we're not friends anymore clearly i've been trying to be friends with these people i'm trying to fix the situation and they don't give a fuck about me so all right that's it like now i'm done wash my hands and i never really talk to them again oh my god (sighs) yeah but the whole thing started because of that guy and because i was trying to protect my friend and That's I wanted her crazy. to know the truth about him. And yeah, she just like didn't believe that I had good intentions, I guess. And didn't want to trust me. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. So. So anyway. So. <laughs> so basically. Yep. <laughs> Christina is telling Meredith that, that Derek is the reason that no one wants to hang out with them. Uh-huh. Is a touchy subject. As yeah, Christina said, risky, she pointed sure. it out. It's risky as fuck. I think that there's two different conversations that uh-huh. you would maybe, Christina would potentially try to have in this scenario. And one would be trying to convince Meredith to break up with Derek, which like right. probably is going to go pretty poorly. Yeah. I would say, yeah, one would be you, your boyfriend's a piece of shit and you shouldn't be dating him. That's one version of this conversation. I think the other version of the conversation is you saying, I want you to know that the reason you guys don't get invited to things is because people don't like Derek. Right. Is we don't like Derek. And it's not you, Meredith. It's Derek that we don't like and it's putting a strain on your friendship with these people because Derek sucks. But then you're not saying you don't you're not saying anything about breaking up with Derek, leaving Derek, whatever. You're just saying right. I need you to know so that you're less hurt maybe, I don't know. What's going to be more hurtful? Her knowing that the reason her friends don't invite her places is because of her boyfriend 
or thinking that the reason her friends aren't inviting her to places is because of her. Yeah, exactly. The th- I think the key difference here is there's a difference between telling someone, we want to hang out with only you, mm-hmm. and saying, we think that you've attached yourself to a person that's not a good person, and right. you shouldn't be attached to them either. So, like, there's, there's a difference between just saying, we don't want to see him versus we don't think you should see him. Yes. And I don't, it's, from what I can tell in this email, it doesn't sound like Derek is, like, the worst he just might be really difficult for certain p- people to deal with, or maybe he has a really difficult personality or something. And yeah, like, right. If Meredith is fine with that, then she's fine with that. And you can just say, right. we love you, Meredith, but yeah, we just personally don't love hanging out with Derek. Like, we'll right. do I it, mean, but only occasionally. We don't want to do it all the time. Yes. And like, that just means that Meredith is going to get invited. Meredith is going to get invited places less if she's bringing Derek along, yeah. which it seems like. This group is, like, couples, and it's, like, a whole thing. So, like, Meredith not bringing Derek along probably isn't realistic. So, right. it's, like, this is why we don't invite you to places, Meredith. And here's yeah. – let me cite some examples. And we would examples. prefer to hang out with just you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think – yeah, I think that's the – those are the two potential ways for this conversation to go. But it – I think definitely start with a softball approach. Mm-hmm. Just if if you don't think that you're like worried about Meredith, then just say like, you know, we just don't really want to have Derek come all the time. Can we sometimes just hang out with you? Well, and, yeah. And then if that doesn't go well, obviously, you know, ease up. Um, but if it if it is more serious and you do feel like you need to kind of play hardball, then you can say we're not really sure Derek's the right person for this relationship. In general. We're not really sure that he's great. <laughs> in general, Haley, I have a question for you. In general, yeah. do you think that if you don't think that a partner is the right fit for your friend mm-hmm. in a in a strong way, like you really think like you're – you don't think that your friend like is I'm happy. I'm worried about them. I'm worried about them. Yeah. Do you think that that's when you should step in? Absolutely. I think if you know that your friend is potentially in danger or or suffering in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form, and maybe is not aware of it or mm-hmm. is unwilling to admit it, I absolutely think that you need to do something um, to keep them safe or to support them and make sure mm-hmm. that they know that if they do decide to leave or if they feel like they need help leaving, you're going to be there for them. Yeah. And you will take care of them. Yes. Well, and ultimately, I mean, I think that's clear too, because um, in my story, ultimately I decided I cared more about my friend's safety than I did about her current happiness. Mm -hmm. Not that I didn't want her to be happy, but I was willing to sacrifice that exactly in order to keep her safe in the future Mm -hmm. and keep her from any further potentially much worse turmoil right clearly it backfired on me big time but i still think that was the right decision to do and i would do it again if i had to go back right maybe i would have approached it differently but i i would do it again (laughs) yeah right i mean and i'm not saying that's what's happening in this in this situation but i'm just like it made me think about like it sounds like since this is like a couple group, the mm-hmm. girlfriend boyfriend probably are pretty serious. Meredith and Derek are probably fucking in elevators. To- <laughs> you know it how they what? do. 
You know how they do. Derek loves an elevator, okay? He loves it. But I think that, like, this situation that this email is explaining could escalate to something worse. I don't know. But I guess, like, regarding the email specifically, it doesn't necessarily sound like that's the situation. It doesn't necessarily sound like Christina is worried about Meredith's safety. She's just worried about her feelings because I think it does sound like Meredith has been hurt by this before, right? Like Meredith has probably said something to Christina like, why weren't Derek and I invited to this event? Why weren't Derek and I invited to this party or this whatever? Uh And I almost feel like the next time Meredith brings something like that up to Christina, that's kind of the perfect opportunity for Christina to be like, well, I'll tell you why. And it's not because of you. And here are some examples of when Derek has rubbed people the wrong way and the reason why people don't like inviting Derek places. And it doesn't mean anything to you, Meredith. It's or it's it doesn't have much to do with you, Meredith. It only has to do with your boyfriend. And that's why we don't they don't want to invite you places. Yeah, I agree. It's a tricky situation. And my heart goes out to you, Christina. Yeah. But definitely don't feel like you can't say anything. I think that if your friend is really your friend and that they know that you want the best for them, I think that they'll be understanding no matter what you tell them. Yeah. At least one can help. I mean, I think my situation was pretty extreme. I think that that friend just didn't really know me. And unfortunately, I thought that they did, but they did not. So I think that that's not always the case. Yeah. Well, good luck. (laughs) Yeah. And um, if anybody else out there has questions or scenarios or fun, whatever, stories, Stories. I don't know, about friendship, send them our way at nofilterfriendship at gmail.com. That is nofilterfriendship at gmail.com. That is nofilterfriendship at gmail.com. Hey, that's right. And if you want to come find us on the internet... You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at no filter friends with a Z at the end. Come give us a follow, give us a shout out, tag mm-hmm. us, send us DMs, answer our very fun and exciting surveys that we post Hell on yeah. our Instagram stories. That's a great way to interact. You honestly, it's like becoming part of the show, Literally. but you're doing it through the internet. Which I mean, I love the internet. We're doing everything through the internet. The right internet now, is so my boyfriend. As well, exactly. And before you close the app today, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Really, ideally, subscribe and follow us if you're on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And if you want to throw a rating in there, it takes two seconds. All you got to do is hit that five stars and bam, you're good to go. You don't even Mm -hmm. need to write anything. Um, yeah. And then obviously, but you also, also write could, you yes, could write, write a review. If you do have something that you would like to share, let us yes. know. You can write a little yes. review, and we yes. love it. It makes us feel very happy and warm and fuzzy inside. Yes, words of affirmation, my love language. Exactly. Great. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of No Filter Friendship. Hell yeah. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.